Yeah, they thought they had us, Barry. Yeah. Because technically we still made 1230, right? Barely. Yeah. Barely. Wow. Where in the world are the fellas today? Anybody going to join us today, Barry? You know, it's a beautiful day. You never know. People may be out and saying, I really don't really want to see those guys' face today. I'd rather not. And I wouldn't blame them. I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> There's a gnat. Can't tell. I think that's Donna. I think Donna's There's on one there. there. One I can't there. tell. Annette's there. No She's headed there. home from Texas. Hey, Al. What's up, buddy? Connie's there, Barry. See him over by the tree? Christina Lemons. Okay, where's he at? Right there by that tree. By the okay. barn in the tree. Okay, way over there. Okay, yeah, good. Hard to see. Hey, Joshua. Interesting. I do remember you, Don. Of course we do. And that's a road trip. And Rich is here, too. And Annette and Richard are road tripping back from Texas, Barry. Wow. Wow. Been to road trip. Since Wednesday, they've been down to Texas and back. Oh, man, they get around, Barry. Well, they don't you. play games. Wow. Anybody guess where we're at today? Uh, I can tell you this, right over there, Richard and Annette, you'll like this, because right can there. Read, can you read the sign on the fence? You can't see. It says, well, first of all, right here, it says we're not supposed to feed the horses. But right <laughs> down there, there's a horse with really big hoofs. Yeah. He's a big one. Really big hoofs. Do you guys know where we're at? <laughs> Any idea? Did I, did I uh, give it away? Let the cat out of the bag? Hmm? Let's just say, um, perhaps Anheuser-Busch has something to do with it? Could be, Barry. Could be, could it be? Anybody guess? Where are we? God bless. Awesome. You guys are avoiding the question. Do you know where we're at? <laughs> Nobody knows. Again, there's a horse right down there resembling a Clydesdale. Yeah. Okay, we're over here, a big barn over here. There's a picket fence that would house it. Now we're in Missouri. Good for you. That's that's a that's a good one. Although sometimes we're not in Missouri, Barry. So that's we true. are yeah, at Grant's Illinois. Farm. Yeah. Backside of Grant's Farm. This is the backside of Grant's Farm. We used to actually do work in these condominiums back here in the back, but we were working down here and we wanted to uh, wanted to do something different. But and here's a cool thing. I don't know if it's cool or not, but. We won't, yes, Grant's Farm. And that finally says Grant's Farm. No kidding. That's a really good guess seeing how I just told you. But uh, I had a conversation with a good friend of mine this morning. And uh, his initials are DB. His first name is Dave. Well, we were talking about how awesome God is and how awesome his protection is. Uh, that we believe that, you know, God's holding us in his hands because it's true. Candy says Missouri, yes. South Missouri near Gravois. But, um, and he gave all glory to God. But he really felt at least two times in the last day or two or three that God sovereignly reached in and protected him and his truck as he was driving. And I started thinking about that. And I can remember several times, one in particular, I was in Flagstaff, Arizona a couple of years ago. Some of you guys remember that uh, person slammed his brakes on. We It was last summer, last year. And we slammed our brakes on and then the trailer started jackknifing. And all of a sudden my hand jerked the wheel, then it jerked it back to go around it. And I'm thinking about that after the words. And I, I said, hey, Barb, I said, there is no way that I had the skill, the timing, the wherewithal, the jerk the wheel this way and the jerk it back to get around this car. Um, and we started talking about the protection 
um, that God affords his children. You know, and you guys know as well as I do that bad things happen to good people all of the time, Barry, right? Yep, all the time. Uh, because the rain falls on the righteous and the unrighteous. You know, good things happen to bad people all the time. Um, and there's a level of blessing that the Lord gives called a general blessing that everybody is privy to. Because he's a good, good father, there are general, general blessings that we're blessed with good air to breathe, Barry, for the most part, good water, water. this and that. We woke up and all the stuff would be a general blessing. But there's also specific blessings that are given to his children, to those that have called on the name of Jesus, to those that have said, you know what, uh, Lord, forgive me of my sins coming out of my heart. Forgive me. There's a specific blessing, Lord, uh, in that, or Barry, in that. I liken it to this, and I don't want to uh, mess this um, analogy up, but when my kids were little, we had a backyard in St. Peter's. And there was a big fence around, big tall fence. Nobody could see in. The kids couldn't see out. And it was a really big backyard. Uh, in that backyard, I, there was a swing set. Len and I made a tree house. We had a little turtle pen, Barry. We had a fish pond. We had a pool. We had some fruit trees. Everything you could need to have a blast in that backyard. Mm -hmm. And I didn't micromanage the kids from up on the sun deck. I could sit up on the sun deck where I was, and I could look down. But I didn't tell the kids when they were playing on the swing set, I want you to go play in the house. Or I didn't tell them when you're house, I want you to. You said, anything that you want to do in the confines of this backyard, in this fenced area, you can do. And you're, level, you're afforded a level of protection while you're in the fence. But if you go out through the garage into the front yard, who knows what can happen, Barry. We lived on a corner yard where it was kind of a three-way. You could be hit by a car. People could come and take you away and all of that type of thing. But when you chose, when I told the kids, stay in the backyard, you'll be protected. Did you know in the kingdom of God it's the same way? We see people, and I've been that guy, to be on the other sides of the walls, the boundaries that the Lord set forth for us, the, the principles, the decrees, the standards that the Lord has set. Not to, not to wreck our party, not to uh, confine us, not to uh, enslave us, but he did that for our protection because he loves us, he cares about us. And oftentimes we find ourselves on the other side of the walls and living our lives uh, that are quite contrary to the, to the standards that God set forth. And then when things go awry, the first person we blame is the Lord. When the Lord has plainly laid out what his, uh, what his requirements are. This is what you can do. Um, so he's not doing it to wreck your party. He's not doing it to hem you guys in. He's doing it because uh, he wants to protect you. So as I talked to my friend about that, I thought of a scripture. Um, actually, I thought of a couple of them. The first one I thought of is in Hebrews. Concerning angels. You know, angels are real. They're a real deal, Barry. You know, yes, all through the scriptures, yep. angels this and angels that, you know, and, and you have fallen angels that are no good, and you got angels uh, still here today walking. The Bible says you may have actually entertained them and don't even know. How about that? Uh, Some have. Yeah, the Bible's yeah. clear about that. And I've actually had talks with people that said I really believed that I entertained an angel, and they would give the reasons as to why, and there's no biblical precedent for me not to believe because that's what the scriptures would say. But watch this. In Hebrews, um, let me find it here. Hebrews chapter 1 and verse 14. Watch this. Therefore, angels 
are only servants. We're not to worship angels, Barry. Right. You know, we're not to worship right. angels. We worship Jesus, right? And the angels are worshiping Jesus alongside of us. Our only servants, spirits sent to take care for people who will inherit salvation. I'm going to read it again. Therefore, angels are only servants. Spirits sent to take care of the people who will inherit salvation. Another version says there aren't they ministering spirits meant to assist those who are inheriting salvation. salvation yeah. So when you say yes to Jesus, you're given this amazing promises, right? You're giving the promise that one day you'll be with Jesus in heaven. Amen. Amen. Not because of you, but all because of him. When you do that, you're given the gift of the Holy Spirit, that internal sense of being able to discern right and wrong. It gives you the ability to make the wise choices and do the right thing. That's another benefit, Barry. Think of the benefit package you get when you say yes to Jesus. Ultimately, you know, uh, uh, coming to a conclusion when we're with Jesus in glory, when we're going to be made right. But you get the Holy Spirit to lead and direct your lives here. But you get that uh, protection. You get that protection while you're here. Yep. If you choose to live your life in the confines, and I don't want to say uh, by the rules, but there are rules, there are standards set forth that God lays out. If you choose, and it's a choice, to live your life within the kingdom walls, as laid out in the Word, and we'll say the walls would be the Word of God. If you choose to live your life by the Word, through the Word, you're hemmed in by the Word. Jesus said you'll come in and out and find pasture, in and out. He's the good shepherd, right? But if you choose to do that, you there's a level of protection that, that, that you cannot... You cannot have, it's not accessible to you if you choose to live your life on the other side of the fence. It is what it is, right? I know plenty of Christians, yeah. good people that are Christians. I mean, they, they love, the, well, they, you know, they like the Lord a lot. Maybe they love him for what he did. Right. But if you love the Lord, you're going to keep my commandments, is what Jesus said. Yeah, if right. you love me, you will keep my commandments. Because number one, you're going to understand that my commandments are not burdensome. They're designed to give you a better life. They're designed for your protection. That's not to say that something bad can't happen to good people. It happens all the time. I suppose, even in my analogy of the kids in the backyard, somebody could have come through the door. Somebody could have come over the fence, but they'd have had to go through a lot more than just living your life or right. out in the front yard. Right, right. And then all kinds of things can happen. Right. I'm going to encourage you guys to not look at his laws, his decrees, his standards. Uh, look at the scriptures as burdensome. Look at it. Jesus said himself, I've come to give you life and give it abundantly. You know, I've done these things for you. You're a citizen of heaven. Citizens of heaven should know what is required of a citizen. You know, it's a free gift. Yes, it absolutely is. We just went through a whole study in yeah. Galatians, line by line. It's Jesus plus nothing. But yeah. you know what? As citizens of the kingdom of God, read verse, or read chapter one of Ephesians. It talks about our citizenship is in heaven. There are uh, standards that we live up to that we try to live up to. And when we find ourselves living beyond the walls, beyond the kingdom's standards, guess what? We repent and we come back. And there's freedom in that, that tension between uh, coming back. You know, uh, like we talked about the other day, a group, the God of the Old Testament is also the God of the New Testament. But even in the Old Testament, before, before Jesus, he was just a promise in the Old Testament, a promise of the one to come to take away the sins. But even in the Old Testament, when Israel would constantly, they constantly live their life on the other side, Barry. They were right. constantly, I'm just going to go do what I want. All it took for them 
to get into the grace and the protection and the love and the will of God is simply to repent and That's come it. back. Yep. And while their while their uh, while their posture, their spirit was bowed to the Lord, and they, they're coming back, God's looking on them with favor. And so many times, um, when Israel was just getting smacked around, when they finally came to the conclusion, oh, we're not doing what is required. Forgive us, Lord, we come back. Then once again, they had the favor of the Lord. So if you're finding yourself a constantly, I don't want to call it brown cloud Christian, right. in, in affliction and problems are your mode, you really need to check yourself to make sure that you're living according to the word. Not because you have to, but because you want to. You understand that you're... I don't know. I'm getting, I'm getting all revved up here, Barry, but I think they understand the point. Right. Well, in short, I will say I'll take my chances in the kingdom. Although I do wander outside the gates, I always come back. But it's, it's, it's a simple law. We have a friend of ours that kind of, uh, his analogy was, it's kind of like the speed limit. If you're running the speed limit, you're fine, right? But when you go outside the speed limit, you're on your own. Generally, mm. you get in trouble. You get caught or whatever because you're speeding. You're you outside can't blame the, the cop? Limit. No. <laughs> Although we like to, what did I do wrong? You're outside the limit. So it's kind of the same thing. When you are outside, it, you hear us talk about it all the time, and you've already mentioned it, when you're outside the walls, how bad it is out there. And we still see people do it all the time. They just walk walk off the range just for whatever reason. I don't know, or human nature, I guess. But um, if you've been out there, just repent, come back. The door is wide open. Jesus wants to protect you. And you know, when you mention Israel, every time that they got away, they repented and came back. What did God do? Blessed them. Blessed them again. Blessed them again. He loves his children and he wants to protect them. So if you're outside, come back. It's safer inside the walls of the kingdom. Way. Amen. And you know what, Barry? Do you think that when you're a Christian living on the outside of the walls, don't you think that it's going to get harder and harder oh, yeah. and harder? And and, sure. and how about this, Barry? Yeah. More dangerous because Definitely. the devil prowls around like a lion yep. one, wanting to destroy people, right? Yep. Yet people that are living outside the walls wondering why. It's very, very dangerous. There may come a time when the door closes it, and it, you're just locked out. Is, a word, is there such a word as dangerous, sir? Dangerous, sir. It's dangerous, sir. <laughs> yeah. It's dangerous, sir. Live in the yard, guys. Live yeah. in God's yard. It's plenty big. Yeah. It's a great place to be. Love you guys. Have a good weekend.